0: listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean
1: McGuire.
2: With Alan Hager, Sean McGuire here on America's Healthcare Challenge talking about Man, a lot of things this week. I can't believe how fast this hour has gone. We got about five minutes left on the show. Uh, we've got Grant Culp uh, as our contributor this week. Grant, uh, all around good American, uh, Marquette grad. I bet you liked uh, last week or two weeks ago, Grant, didn't you?
1: Yeah, that was great. You know, um, you know, I mean, I didn't like last Saturday when we lost to Providence, but
2: yeah, that was uh, weak.
1: That was, you know, that was Providence's first victory um, in Milwaukee ever in program history.
2: Well, why did it have to come after two of the biggest wins of all time? I guess that's typical Marquette for you. But uh, there is a lot of Marquette presence out in D.C. And um, what do you think about, Grant, about um, you know th- this travel ban? Do you, do, you, do you think it's getting blown up more than it is? Um, I think it's problematic for health care because of the amount of uh, – uh, uh weight or need our system has for foreign medical graduates and it looks like this could have a, a major effect on rural Americans if if we're not able to get uh, healthcare care clinicians uh, staffed out there any comments on that grant
1: and I think that's a good point you know actually and that's actually starting to get covered more now in, you know, in the news especially that aspect and especially for rural communities uh um, rural clinic where you know there is a you know, obviously there's a major need, and you can't travel 400 miles to your hospital, you need to have one you know 20 30 miles away. So, yeah, that's that's um, uh, that and that's actually getting uh a lot more traction in the news now. So, yeah. and, and I think there's still a lot of unknowns with the uh the quote unquote ban or whatever uh whatever you call it.
0: Well, and I would just this is Alan again, and I would just give you a, a, a couple numbers, and, and, and they actually uh put it into a map. Uh, the Migration Policy Institute of 2015, we're talking about uh, physicians and surgeons that come to the U.S. and there's 14,000 just from Iran and Syria alone in 2015 that were born in Syria or Iran that would, under the policy that we have, technically could be banned. If you take those 14,000 doctors out of the the uh, system, we have a major shortage and a major issue.
2: Yeah, Definitely. Let's see here. Uh, nearly 30% of doctors and surgeons in the United States are immigrants. Uh, so there you go. Right. right there. We'll share these charts from Vox. Uh, let's see, 656,000 yep. um, doctors and surgeons out there. Uh, of those six hundred and fifty six, 254,000 are, are immigrants. So really important conversation and dialogue that, that we need to have, and I hope that they can. Uh, in in a somewhat civil manner and and work things out because I I don't think people realize that when you I think people are starting to realize that sometimes the government isn't always the greatest thing you might um, for example like take the T S A remember uh, some of those things I mean they just give them authority but then they're detaining people and and doing things like that and I just don't know that that's that's necessary you know. But that's that's what uh, I've got to say about that. Hopefully, they can uh, work those things out. Grant, um, take a take a moment to uh, give us a couple of your predictions, and then we'll do the same. But you know, when do you think we'll have some real action on healthcare moving through the House?
1: Probably, I would say. You know, realistically, you know, probably by summer recess. You know, I mean, things are already so. to so that. You know, summer recess usually what the start of you know, after, you know, mid-July, you know, mid to end-July. end, end July. So I think you'll start to see some things uh, form there, or they'll just, you know, continue to do stuff uh, stuff through the committee process and punt it so when they get back to uh, September. And then when you punt something to September, that means hopefully we get it done by December.
2: And if not, then it's through the next year, right? And
1: then, and then it, we'll take it up in the next time. So, I mean, I would realistically, pro- you, we won't see anything until the end of so July process.
2: Yeah, that's what we uh, tweeted out last week uh, in, in our prediction. I would say that's right. You remember the, uh, they called them the town hell meetings in 2009? Do you remember those?
1: 2010, the, 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 yes, that was us. Yes. Uh, I very, very much remember watching them. Uh, uh, that was, you know, when you 2 and politics really started mixing well, or for, for some people's view.
2: Sure. Well, do you think that could happen now to the Republicans? Do you think they're going to get uh, beat down at some of these town hall meetings?
1: Yeah, I, and I think they, I think they will, but I think a lot of the people coming to the Republican town halls, if they do them, it's going to be the paid protester um, industry mainly, probably going there. So it's going to be your um, mainly your labor unions, you know, SEIU and you know some of the other unions as well. Um, but I, I, but I mean, a lot of members have really stopped doing town halls, um, largely because of what happened in 29, 2010. So I. Uh, uh, some members will probably still do them. Others won't. But, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what members do during the uh, um, the summer recess.
0: Well, and I would also agree with you, Grant, on that. I mean, we saw, you know, several members of Congress who had to keep people out because they had a 3,000 seat auditorium and there was like 6,000 people trying to get into a town hall. You know, Ben Sass, for example, here in Nebraska, had a town hall, people out the door and they didn't, he wouldn't answer all the questions and he took would take stuff out into the hall uh and he even then didn't answer those questions and, and incited the crowd a little bit more in that regard so i would totally agree that town halls might be going the way of the dodo so to speak
2: yep so that's all we have for this week hey grant thanks so much for taking the time to join us alan thanks again as always for your uh, great insights and thank you stories and thank you for taking the time to listen to the show if you want to learn more about what we do at Edie Bellis, just go ahead and check out inc.com or uh, America's Healthcare Challenge. Again, our Facebook page is going to have this segment and uh, all the news during the week. Pretty easy to get informed. All you got to do is click like. Until next week, I'm Sean McGuire signing off.